Hey everyone, and today is September 9th, 2018. This is the Spirit of Aya, and my name is Sarai. I am your host. And today we are kind of continuing parts of selves with ayahuasca, and we're kind of delving into the darker parts of uh, ourselves that can coexist with the lights. Um, so really addressing states of anger and narcissism today. And so we'll start with anger um, and particularly the fight response. And uh, this is an ego defense oftentimes developed to basically protect somebody um, because of maybe the way that they were brought up. Um, it can be so many different root causes. Maybe as a child, they weren't allowed to show their feelings. Perhaps the dominant emotion in the home was anger and rage. Um, and whoever is exhibiting these signs and symptoms um, of, of being, you know, it's one thing to feel anger, but then if someone is angry, like always, um, they didn't just wake up that way, right? This has been ingrained in them. And then it becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy, right? Because when we take what we've learned as children and we continue on and we filter the perception, our perceptions through the past without stopping to ask ourselves, you know, is this the way I'm really supposed to be? Is, is this really how life is supposed to be? And the, you know, the straight answer is no. And then you just kind of continue that cycle. And in terms of the, the, the individual where the dominant emotion is anger, something to think about is that underneath all that anger is an, you know, grief, um, stuck energy inside of the body that needs to be met with, you know, forgiveness, peace, love, um, a connection with self that has not been there because maybe they were never shown how to, to connect um, a oneness, love, all these different things. And the reason why it's so difficult for this person to kind of see this or be aware of this or come to terms with this is because, um, a lot of the times there's a denial system going on about what they've been through. Um, minimizing what they went through as a child, minimizing the emotional neglect, um, and all of these things will keep someone stuck in a certain state in a, a current perspective of their life. Now, um, this is why it is important to address our past and figure out the stories that we're telling ourselves so we can actually change them, not just on a cognitive level, but on a cellular level. And this is what ayahuasca is so instrumental in is that, you know, for the person who can't see these things, you know, she will show him or her or, you know, however they refer to themselves that, um, in, in their own unique way, whether it's through visually, physically, through messages, through symbols, through signs, taking that individual on a journey of their anger, basically busting it open and showing them this is an armor that you've been carrying around your whole life and you know you can just put it down and this is just an example um but really showing the person you know and the person really begins to see themselves for who they really are you know i'm not my anger 
This is just something I learned. Um, and oftentimes what can move that emotion is tears and grief and um, perhaps grieving all the years that they carried around this anger. And oh, I don't know why my throat was getting so tight as I'm talking about this. It's so interesting. Um, and <laughs> um, Wow. <laughs> uh, I'll just keep going though. So, um, so these are some things to kind of, to think about. Um, I feel like a layer is being shedded from my body right now. I'm not even kidding. Um, really strange things have been happening to me lately. So just hang in there. And, um, so yeah, so anger is, um, anger is healthy. Like, don't get me wrong. Anger is a healthy state to be in. It shows us that that perhaps we've reached our limits. Um, we're not setting boundaries. We're not taking care of ourselves. We're, we're holding resentments. You know, so it's good to take inventory of these emotions and be aware of them. So there's nothing wrong with anger. It's really just how we express it. So what I'm really referring to is um, the individual who is angry all the time. And um, this used to be me. I mean, this used to be the way I protected myself. This is the way that I interacted with people. Um, and I was completely unaware of it. I was angry for a really long time because I was taught that, you know, this is the way to be. And um, years later, I figured out it's the overprotector, overprotective protector. Um, the fragile, internal world that I had felt like it needed protection from, I didn't trust the world I was living in. I didn't trust myself. I didn't trust people. So, you know, I held them at arm's length with anger. You know, if you, if you said the wrong thing to me, I would be angry towards you or passive aggressive. And, um, and that part, you know, is underneath all of that was a hurt little girl who, needed time and attention. And so that's what's really important when it comes to addressing these parts is there's always a positive intention behind each part, you know, and how it expresses itself. So even, even, um, there's always a positive intention behind any behavior that any of us engage in, you know, um, for a long time I was, you know, I had an eating disorder and I was, obsessed with exercise and on the outside that must you know you might think that's look that looks horrible why would you ever do that to yourself but to me it was a way for me to control my world you know so there was a positive intention anyone will tell you who's ever been addicted to drugs or alcohol truly believed at one point that it was the only thing in their lives that kept them going you know so it's really important to to be compassionate with ourselves and understanding and know that my behavior, your behavior served a purpose. And then when we, we become awakened to new ways and new ways of being, there's no reason to shame that part of ourselves in the past. You know, it's just a matter of understanding and integrating. So, um, now to come to the more, uh, narcissism right so narcissism is an individual who is self-absorbed often referred to as vain um often uh has no empathy right that's the the main key uh 
characteristic is that they cannot feel other people's feelings and in fact they disregard them they don't care um and for many many reasons and i i will also say this um it's really hard to understand narcissism um but just understanding that underneath narcissism is once again a really really hurt person they're in a lot of pain and they're just not aware and um so there was a time in my life where i definitely had a narcissistic part of myself i it was another way to just you know protect myself and and it was another way to simplify life it was um taking on the emotions of others at one point in my life was way too much so i kind of told myself if i didn't care then i would be more in control um it sounds silly but it's it was it's very real and um there's different levels of narcissism um you know verbal abuse physical abuse mental abuse um and i was certainly uh verbally abusive at one point in my life and it's really hard to admit that but it's very true um and i didn't even know i was doing it when i was doing it um and at times where i would have explosive rage you know i would come back and apologize and not understand um but really i i you know through therapy and um a lot of different things i've done it was because of my abandonment issues you know it was another hurting child on the inside who wanted to express herself and be like you want to see me this is look at me see me you know look at my explosive rage please give me attention and obviously not the best way to cope with that at the time but honestly but this is what happened and it's because of you know really um memories that and feelings and emotions that were laying dormant in my body that I was yet to address. I wasn't um I wasn't ready to address these things. This was probably back in um you know early early 2000s to um like you know up until 2013 and 14. That's when I really started to feel my anger and express it and it, I wasn't being expressed in a healthy way and really I didn't care you know cuz for a really long time I came from a family where you just fucking you didn't talk about anything so actually as I'm talking about it now I realize even more on a deeper level why I was like that you know I just wanted somebody to hear me you know and i think when we're dealing with individuals that are angry and they're narcissistic and they just don't care about anyone's feelings or it appears that way it's really hard to take a moment to to look at what's going on at a deeper level because maybe we're scared ourselves you know um in terms of ayahuasca and how it addresses things like anger and narcissism it really just shows you that you've been loved all along and you just haven't been shown that love and that's okay um and it really just shows like how these parts of you like they just need to be loved they just need to be accepted and um it really shows you on a deeper level how to forgive yourself because you never you weren't given those things you know you weren't given time attention love affection nurturing you know all these things that children deeply deeply need and it is not to be minimized or diminished but rather um 
it's to be taken very seriously, you know, because if you don't take it seriously, you'll just stay stuck in denial. Um, if you minimize your story, you minimize what you've been through, you will get stuck. Um, there's no, like, if you tell yourself you just need to get over it, that's that's another limiting belief, actually. If, if instead versus telling yourself get over it and actually get down to the feeling part, and that's when you can begin to transform your story. If you don't address it, if you continue to stay stuck in, you know, it doesn't matter, my feelings don't matter. I mean, that, that will keep you in a core belief of I don't matter. And the truth is, is you do matter, it's just, it's the, the scary part, the challenging part, the difficult part is actually facing these parts of yourself. And I think for a really long time, I wasn't willing to face these parts of myself because it was just so fragile, you know, um, wasn't ready to let go of these parts of myself. And, and that's the number one thing that someone needs to, to be ready to do is to actually look at these parts of themselves. And that usually comes from, um, you know, a realization that your life just isn't working out the way you want it to. You want to change. There's a motivation to change. If there's no motivation to change, then, you know, there's no change. But there, there has to be some thing that's telling you the way I've been living is no longer the way I want to live, whether that's through relationships, through work, through finances, um, through, you know, active addiction, maybe you're done with that. Um, you're not just, you know, you're, you're thinking in your head, the things you want, they're not manifesting. And you're like, I don't know why. And then you begin to take a deep look in the mirror and you're like, well, shit, you know, if anything's going to change in my life, it has to start with you. It has to start with me. And ayahuasca is so instrumental in, in showing you that. I mean, it, all of the answers are actually already inside of you. You know, ayahuasca is just this perfect tool to dig all of it up. And um, so in the end, you know, even with things like anger and narcissism, we have to integrate these parts of ourselves and love them, you know. Um, I have learned that I, you know, I've just had very overprotective protectors inside of me who just wanted to protect my inner child and, and, you know, keep everyone out because no one was to be trusted. And now I can see we can trust people. And if we don't, we can say something. You know, that was another thing I felt when I was a kid. I just couldn't say anything. I couldn't find the words. And when I did, um, it's, it was very scary to speak up because the way adults treated me. And so that was another part um, as an adult that I have, I have had to learn um, in terms of, you know, the story that runs through my mind, my veins, my soul is that I can protect myself. And if I do speak up and someone does you know, have backlash towards me, then I can speak towards that too in a loving and assertive way. Um, of course, we all get angry still sometimes, but, um, you know, we have the power to set boundaries with people. I mean, when you're a kid, you don't feel like you have the power to do anything. Everyone's bigger than you. And like, you know, and so it's, it's really to realize that, um, as a, as you integrate, you know, don't neglect the inner child's needs, 
you know, meet them, meet your inner child where it's at. You don't need to change her. You need to talk to her and figure out what is going on. And, um, you know, that's why I don't succumb to the getting over it or the past is in the past because the truth is, is that it's still present in, in most of our lives. Um, and it's just, are we willing to work with the story that lives within us? So we don't have to get over it. We need to work with, you know, what has happened and we can most certainly transform it, but there's no such thing as, as getting over it. And I'm, I'm quite annoyed with that projection um, because it really is a slap in the face to those who have worked their asses off to recover from things like addiction and trauma. And um, I'm here to tell you that you don't need to deny your story. The truth is, is you've been through what you've been through and you have, thank God, survived and you're still here and you're listening to this podcast and you can most certainly take what you've been through and own it and use it to leverage the most beautiful things that you'll ever think of in your life. And I've been able to do that. Uh, thank God I'm getting emotional with, you know, ayahuasca. There's something, some, there's something about this medicine that I don't think any of us still know. And I'm, I, I'm still boggled every single day. Um, and how it helps address really deep, 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 dark things in ourselves. And it helps um, bring, it to transmute it. It transmutes these parts of ourselves and brings it into the light, you know? And um, I really appreciate all my listeners. Um, I'm, I'm still, uh, that's, you know, that's the end of the podcast. I'm still saving money to get to Peru. So if it's a dollar, $2, $3, $5, whatever you can give would be fantastic. Um, you can find my website at www.gofundme.com backslash spirit of Aya. I plan on attending the ayahuasca foundation initiation course, uh, where I'll learn how to make ayahuasca, administer it, hopefully deal with anything that comes up in ceremony. You do 24 ceremonies while you're there. That is talk about deep fucking cleaning guys. Um, and I'm ready. I'm totally ready. I'm, I want this to be a part of my path and, um, Cause there's just some things that <laughs> psychotherapy, hypnotherapy, energy healing, all these things like just cannot address in people and that's okay. You know, but thank God the Peruvians have brought us this amazing, amazing medicine. And I'm so thankful to be a part of this path. I know this medicine has chosen me. I have not chosen it because of the synchronicities and the way that is absolutely folded in my life. So hopefully you've gotten a lot out of today's podcast. I will see you guys back here tomorrow and I hope you have an awesome Sunday.